0: Cheers, we're having a little yep. beer here. I'm having a Guinness yep. and you're having a uh, Miller. It's the kind of only beer I drink at Brahma. Um, oh, Brahma. The,
1: the, oh, Brahma. the Brazilian beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Do you stick a bit of lime in it?
0: Um, I would if there's lime there, but usually hmm. couldn't like i'll just drink it like yeah yeah drink. yeah um, not too fuzzy no not too fuzzy so um listen i wanted to talk to you we got a few comments from the intro episode that we released yeah we haven't really pushed it so no. much because we, we want to wait until we have, have a few more um but a good few people including myself uh, want, want to know more about you and your background The stented papa, where that came from, where the whole stented side of things came from. Because I originally thought, and I mentioned this before, that it was the scented papa. And then someone else mentioned the same, and and I thought you were like a perfumery or something like that. But obviously... um, Potpourri papa. Yeah, potpourri papa. (laughs) But uh, stented papa, so from from what I know from talking to you, uh, and we've met a few times now, um, you had stents put in your heart at 36 so maybe you can no, t- tell us about that tell us but
1: actually recently I keep saying 36 and <laughs> it was 37 actually right okay but I uh, when people ask me what my age is I go I'm 42 and then Mel will be looking at me and she goes but you're 41 Yeah. so I'm at that stage you No, know, I'm just mixing up these yeah. anyway. it,
0: it's usually women who lo- lo- lie about their ages no? yeah I know yeah. there you go yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah so, so 37 is,
1: yeah oh, 37 37 um yeah, it was, it was going on for a while in the sense of what was going on for a while. I was I was having bad feelings inside the, sort of the chest area. Mm. Um, I was going for runs every now and again, trying to keep a bit of fitness up, maybe 3, 4, 5K. Mm. And every now and again, I kind of feel this like a little... It's like a stitch, but it was in the ticker area or in, in that kind of area there, you know? But I just kept on brushing it off, thinking, young, healthy fella, you know, there's not anything... Untoward's going on here, but they kept on going, and every now and again, and then I was getting palpitations, like mad palpitations at times, like really keeping me awake at night, kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Or if I'm asleep, it would wake me up. So
0: what, your like your your heart, is beating heart so was just beating so fast? Yeah,
1: it's just beating, boom, 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 boom. And it, you know, like you know your heart's beating. You don't have to. You don't need to feel it. Yeah. But like this was so you can hear it as well. It was, yeah, but it was just like it was when I was doing nothing. It was when I was walking around, and um, it was pretty much always there. Then what happened was, uh, I think I it described it in the intro just very briefly. But uh, imagine you have a balloon in your hand, and you've got longer nails, and you're squeezing like that as if you're trying to pop the balloon. Right. That was the sensation that was going on in here. Well, was it painful then? Or just it was freaky. Yeah. It was freaky. If I'm honest, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, no, well, I wouldn't say painful. Just really disturbing. Mm. You know, because you're thinking, what the fuck is this? Like, you know, that shouldn't be going on. Um, especially when you're thinking like 30 odd you know and so here's the thing it's in the genes of the family on my dad's side like dad has dad had a I think it was a triple bypass it could be quadruple um, he's had two or three stents put in since he's had four or five mini heart attacks two big probably heart attacks um, all his brothers and sisters have all had it bar one uh, my granddad who died when I was only five I think it was but he had a heart attack I'm guessing that's all I know I'm guessing the history goes back probably even further than that you know so like <clears throat> I knew it was going to happen at some point it was in it was in the post but in my head I was thinking 50 odd 55 you know then I'll cop on <laughs> but when I hadn't you know 36 37 wow that's
0: young yeah. it was young yeah it was very young
1: and so let's suppose what brought me to actually go in, go in and get you know, I went to the doctor and I explained about the palpitations, and then she took bloods and the cholesterol came back. She said your cholesterol is too high for your age. She said, "Do you drink?" I said, "Yeah." She said, "Do you smoke?" And I said, "I don't anymore, but I did." I said I'm off them. I'm actually off them eight years. I'd have the odd, fag if I get me on again if I'm out, but I wouldn't go buying them. John, during- meaning say cigarette. Yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real old term, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> or we call it rags. Yeah, Um but I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't smoke I'm not smoking like you know yeah. but then um, so she said okay um, she said family history and I only got into a small bit of family history with dad and a whole lot and she put the hand out and she goes I'll stop you there she said you're going for a CT angiogram that's it so went for that and uh, walked in I, 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 I kind of have the optimistic mindset or try to anyway with most things and I walked in thinking this is a breeze you know nothing's going to happen and then your man called me back in, and he said, uh, have a seat there. I said, grand, thank you, in this nice, swanky office. And he goes, uh, what age are you again? And I looked at him at 37, thinking, this can't be good if he's asking me that. And he goes, you've multiple signs of heart disease in both sides of your heart. We need more tests. And I just looked at him, and, <laughs> and he went, you what now? You, both sides? He said, yeah. He said, you're in no immediate danger right now. He said, "But well, there's things we have to do. So that was in in the hermitage. And I think maybe some part in the back of my mind then this kind of freaked me out a bit because over the next while I had to come back in the following week then for an MRI. But in between that week, um, things really escalated. And then I was feeding my daughter dinner and again, her palpitations were all there. And as I was giving her a bit of food, um, it's like someone lit a match or a lighter right under here, under my heart. And I just and then it got a kind of a, a pain. I just looked at Mel and I said, We've gotta go. We gotta go now. So we jumped into the car and went to Vincent's and the rest as I say is history. They did uh, Angiogram. Um, they didn't waste too much time they kept me overnight and the uh, first thing the next morning I said, Angiogram and then the consultant said, He goes, Yeah, he goes, You're not going anywhere else <laughs> He said, You're staying here tonight He said, This time tomorrow we'll have you back in here and we'll sort you out four stents later.
0: And so what does the operation involve then? Like stents are what? Explain it to us, I suppose.
1: So stents are they're minute, minute little wire mesh. Um depending on whatever size but on average from about maybe an inch. And when you're when they're putting that into your artery, it's like trying to I mean, this what how they describe it, it's like trying to put a needle in through the centre of a piece of cooked spaghetti that's how delicate and the size of the dimension that you're dealing with it can go in through your groin oh right or in through your wrist so it, it travels up it goes up through, through your groin. oh yeah, right because there's no pain and then it stops there then Does so it? it goes up here and then it goes right into your heart so there wow, you're, you're you're lying you're lying you're awake
0: okay so they don't actually go and it's the operation itself doesn't go anywhere near your heart
1: oh no it does it goes right into it
0: no, I, the stent does, but the actual surgeons whenever don't operate no, on your yeah, heart. No, yet. they
1: don't. They they they're actually behind a sort of a shield of sorts, um, and they've got like a joystick. There, there's a catheter that goes up through your vein. Jesus, man, you're, 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 you're squinting <laughs> here, yeah. Uh... But you're like you're lying there, so they give you a local anesthetic here in the wrist, so you don't feel that part, and you can feel something going up, but it's not. It's just more like, uh, but it's not. There's no pain. you are awake and then the consultants are on where you are to me that's on my right that you guys can't see and then I'm lying here and on to my left there's six huge screens Um, and you can see your heart going that kind of um, motion and you you can hear it yeah and you can see where they're going and they're taking pictures every couple of seconds so they're taking pictures at the start to show where the blockages are okay so imagine if you have a, a string of spaghetti there and if it goes down, and if it dips down like that, that's the part that's that's blocked. So it's like it's like it's like plaque, yeah, on the inside. So if you if you if you have a tube, let's say, and then you get the scale that builds in, yeah. So then the part where the water goes narrows. So I suppose
0: my question is, how do they, how do they stop the stents in the area that they want to stop, or do the stents just stop themselves once they get to that blockage?
1: No, they have they have a reading, they have a reading. Um, the catheter goes right down. And if it, it's, I can't remember exactly now, but if it's, if the width of it is either above or below a certain number between the top of the artery and the bottom and they can go right down to the top of the bottom and take the reading, then they'll put a stent in if it's, you know, below a certain number. Right, okay. So then the catheter puts it right down so there's a balloon, okay, inside the wire mesh and the balloon goes in first and then they expand the balloon then, because that then opens up the artery, ah, it pushes right. back the plaque Yes. Or for one the platform yeah, better yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. And then it slips in the actual stent. Yeah. And then it pulls the balloon back. And it's locked in. There, and then it's it, that's it in there. Animal. And you get you get blood flow like you haven't had in years. Serious, yeah. Oh yeah. I was I was I the lads used to pull the piss out of me saying that I suffered from tat. What's tat? So tired all the time. Okay, right. <laughs> right. Because no matter what I was doing, um, yeah, I'd be tired. You know, even though it was going running and everything else. Uh, Working, we used to work two jobs on a regular basis, but permanently wrecked. And it was actually not that at all. (laughs) It was heart disease. Because the blood wasn't getting pumped. It wasn't flowing. So then after the stents went in, every morning for the next probably good few months, I was waking up at about probably 5am and literally wide awake, which normally isn't the case, or wasn't the case anyway. So that was like a whole new breath of fresh air. It took a while to get used to them, you know. It took a while to get used to them. It was very slow at the start, and you had to do small walks, maybe two, three times a day, and then build it up and build it up and build it up. But they, there was a lot of work done in there. And so so you, a lot of you,
0: you four in total? Is that right? It's
1: four in total. Yeah. but uh, there's two major archeries on each side, yeah. and they're known as the Widowmakers, wow. for obvious reasons. if you, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a blockage there and you don't get it sorted out, it's game over. So there's one in each of those. One really long, about three inches. I wow,
0: that's really long. Three long, inches. Yeah. Wow. Oh
1: yeah, it's long because it needs a stent at the top of the artery and the bottom. Nice. But they just put one big long one in. Jesus. In the centre of it. So there's four there. And I, I probably need a fifth. There's another artery that's, I think it was the, about a year and a half ago, it was about 70% blocked. And then the last time I got it done, as in the angiogram to test, it's 82% blocked. Jesus. So it is getting progressively smaller and smaller so and smaller. You,
0: you'll have to get that done pretty quickly then or soon I should say I,
1: yes and no they said that it's not um, it's not a main archery number one and they said it's not going to cause an heart attack number two okay, but it's still bad. so yeah but see they, they'll only stent if they have to okay. like 100% have to even if it's like 98% they, they won't do it unless it's absolutely necessary
0: and had you spoken to your dad or your family about this before like had like how come you only got it checked at 36 <coughs> or 37 was it not kind of inevitable that you know you, 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 you're you going to get this so you should have checked it all the way through every yeah. year and maybe had, had some kind of preventive maintenance type you would think wouldn't you but yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose that's but men it, isn't it all over that is
1: exactly it like it's just I'm bulletproof you know the, the outfit I might have got it but you know I'm, I'm, I'm still okay to do X y, or Z and at that stage actually remember he just reminded me now um, the last time the outflow was in one of the hospitals I can't remember which it was and he'd had a heart attack um, and myself and the brother were in there that we were probably 10, 12 years ago and the nurse came in and gave myself and the brother a sheet of paper and that as well and basically so we all had to fill it in do you drink, do you smoke what kind of foods do you eat exercise diet etc etc and um, <clears> then <throat> Yeah, she came back in and then she just took it up and she just goes, that'll be you and you if you continue what you're doing. He said, that'll be you in 10 years' time. And this was 12 years ago? Yeah. And then I found that there was another thing that was said to me that there was kind of a, 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 a very loose rule of thumb and uh, mindset that whatever, if your dad had heart issues, then chances are you'll experience them 10 years earlier. Okay. that's annoying I don't know what the science is behind that but I remember I was told that twice and actually I was 11 years oh. he was 40 he was 46 I think it was yeah I was 37 11, so, 11 years
0: earlier so obviously that has had a huge impact on your life and how you as he as he as he, as uh, he, as he, as as he drinks, drinks back again yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you were saying that that's your first beer in a, a long time bar the a wedding last week or whatever it was at, in Krakow.
1: Well, yeah, I mean like I like the wine, I like the wine at the weekends definitely. Um Yeah, I don't drink in zone so normally, but
0: but how but so how is it, it? It obviously has fundamentally changed the way you the way you live your life and the way you look at life, presumably.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, when you have, I mean, let's be honest, if I call it a bit, very, very, very honest, I dodged a bullet. Like.
0: And and you had a daughter at the time, is that right? Two.
1: Oh, oh you had two of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you no.
0: sure You're only talking about four years ago, aren't you? Three three or four
1: years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nip, nip two. I call them the nips. So nip two which is Elle, um, she was born in July 2015 and I had the stents put in on the 6th of January 2016. Right. So she's only a couple of months.
0: So that must have been a huge worry for, for your wife and for your family, I suppose. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't nice. now, let's be honest, you know. Um, and then, so how has it changed or shaped your, your way of life and the way you approach life? Because you're a full-time stay-at-home dad now. So mm. You have two kids. Two kids. Me, Mel... Works full time. You're well. You work full time as well as a full time dad. And yeah,
1: it's the busiest job I've ever had. Yeah,
0: totally. <laughs> so, was the decision taken out of your hands?
1: To answer your question, yes and no. Like I went back to work. <clears throat> I went back to the work in, in the sales job that I was in, but I wasn't able to do it properly. Yeah. And I was putting huge pressure on myself because I knew I wasn't selling. You know. Mm. And like when you're when you're in sales, if you're, not, if you're selling, it's clear. Because your figures are there, yeah. And when you're not selling, it's absolutely, you know, there's no hiding place. Do
0: you ever watch the the movie um, with Glen, Gary, Glen Ross? Yeah, 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 It's great, isn't it? ABC.
1: Yeah. Always yeah. be selling. Huh? Always yeah. be closing. Sorry. Always be closing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great movie. I saw it years and years ago. Yeah. Actually, I wouldn't mind watching it again. like yeah, you yeah. say it. It's <laughs> definitely, definitely. Anyway, sorry. Um, go on. But yeah, so I went back, and the, the idea was I wanted—I didn't want to be just sitting around. I, I picked up a new hobby, and I was doing—I um, <clears throat> was doing airfix models oh right so I was sitting there with me seeds <laughs> mm-hmm. walnuts that you were mm-hmm. snacking on and then I was trying to just basically just taking it easy like and you, you had to because I wasn't able to
0: And so when you say seeds and walnuts these this was a, a new diet then you were on yeah
1: yeah yeah okay. because um walnuts are particularly good for your cholesterol right and seeds also have got numerous benefits towards a healthy heart okay um they don't taste great, mm. in be honest. But uh, yeah, they're, they're good, like from that point of view. So it was kind of like I was just really trying to immerse myself into this new healthy lifestyle, a healthier lifestyle. And but I was I was getting seriously bored. <laughs> like there's only so many Airfix models you can put together before you go fuck this. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, so I went back to work, and but I went back, I couldn't do it. Like because at that stage it was for me then. So the work was done, but there was a lot of getting used to what was going on inside of here and I, like I ended up going back into hospital in an ambulance three or four times thinking it was a heart attack Jesus. Um, and it actually turned out to be a panic attack which I'd never had before I don't know if you ever had one but they're they horrible 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 things no, but they I've never they, had one but they mimic heart
0: attack
1: they mimic an awful lot of um, symptoms of a heart attack yeah
0: and what causes it
1: the panic attack yeah well see it was kind of like a lot of it at that stage for me was probably it was as much a mental game then as it yeah. was a physical game so like I was kind of and because I was sitting around doing nothing I was kind of going you know why has this happened to me now, where is, like, I'm too young for this shit, you know, I've got young kids, you're not taking me away this early, that kind of stuff, you know, um, so that kind of started playing on my mind, and then, <clears throat> whenever things, if something went a bit, kind of, beaten differently, which will happen when you've got stents in, especially when you got four or more, because there's so much work done, there was so many, there was a lot of bruising going on, yeah. like the heart itself was actually bruised, in many, in many places, and that bruising then started to hurt, and when it was hurting, um, the The heartbeat kind of went a bit irregular, and then that kind of freaked me out a bit. So then the head kicked in, and when the head kicked in, that's when I thought it was a heart attack. It was bloody scary, man. It really was scary. I thought. I remember El or my daughter, was sitting at the top of the steps. Um, Mia, that is. Thank you, and um. So I just passed a uh,
0: beer, sir. Yeah, that's you why you're saying thank you, good man. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, go on. So, and I remember I thought I was going to have a heart attack at the bottom of the stairs, and I didn't want to see me but i didn't want to never see her again either if yeah. that makes sense it was a really hard one and then so i have to kind of I remember being on the phone and they make you take four aspirants um in to in to blood, blood. It? exactly yeah exactly and um, four aspirants straight away and but they stay on the, on the call with you, which it was they're actually they're brilliant at what to do um you know it ha- ha- having rang them a few times more than i ever thought i would um but they were brilliant but then, this happened a few times so I end up back in and out of the hospital like a yo-yo for the first probably three months.
0: And Camille, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. um, you were saying that about Elle, uh, seeing you like that. Had you seen your
1: dad like that at a young age too? Uh, no, I didn't because I was in school when I got the call that he was in the hospital. Right. So I, I missed all that. I missed the heart attack. Uh, <clears throat> I, just, I just got the call that your dad's in the hospital. So that I didn't actually see any of that, um, but it was just at that stage, like it was just a, a, I was only dad maybe for two, three years, and then Elle was only baba. Mm. I just didn't want them seeing it, you know. I just it was just a protective instinct that kicked in naturally, you know. For <coughs> me, but I also then didn't want to not see her, if that yeah, makes well, sense, course, you know. Yeah, so, geez. but um, but thankfully once you will, but then when you get into the ambulance, like the, they'll do all their checks and they'll, you know, they'll see that certain things are elevated and certain things aren't. But then they can tell you straight away, okay, well we can we tell you it's not a heart attack. Which is at that stage, that's pretty reassuring words, <laughs> trust yeah. me to to hear when you're in the back of an ambulance again. Um <clears throat> but then they bring you in and you know, more testing you kept over whatever period of time. And you, I actually you actually relax then a bit. Mm. And then when you come back, then you're fine again. But unfortunately it happened a few times. But that was just me getting used to the different rhythms and different um, I suppose the flow of the, of the of the blood and what that kind of meant inside, and then after a while it stopped, and then everything was, you know, happy days.
0: So do you still still get panic attacks at all?
1: No, 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 no. no thank, touch wood. Yeah, I had I had three, four, three or four, around that time, and I've never had them since, thankfully. Yeah. But the horrible things, man. Yeah. Jesus, I never, like you just yeah, you, you're losing, your your heart rate goes up, you're lost, you lose your breath you start shaking wildly Um, it's yeah it's a crazy crazy thing
0: at what point then did you decide right I can't go on like this I need to Mm -hmm. change my lifestyle change my life Mm -hmm. and the fact that you you had kids on board now Mm. um, you made the decision yourself and your wife uh, obviously it was a joint decision it it needed to be about quitting work and becoming a full time stay at home dad
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, it, uh, I was in I was in rehab. It was a, a cardiac rehab, and also <laughs> on a funny note, the, the, the combined age of the room must have been about seven hundred. Uh, I tell you, you, you were the youngest. Oh by far, far yeah, 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 by far. So when we were doing the running on the treadmill, I felt like fucking Superman, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was during that stage. That that was a cardiac rehab program that lasted six to it was eight weeks actually, and you had two days a week. But like, so half of it was education and the other half was fitness. So you used to go into the, the, the I suppose, the, the circuit room where they have X, Y, and Z equipment, you know. <coughs> Pardon me. And the blood pressure was high. So they take the blood pressure at the start and the end of each session. And mine was sky high and they were going away the way of medication and everything, that kind of stuff. But it was at the same time because I was holding the back of my head and I knew I had to give up work, but I wasn't ready to pull the trigger. Because I loved the job, I really did, and uh, I didn't want to... And then there's also the the, the, the man thing saying, oh, well, look, I have to bring in something, you know. Yeah. There has to be money of some sort coming in. Um, so there was that to deal with too. Um, I read a good report um, what a stay-at-home dad's salary would be. Right. So based on, you know, going from A to B, yeah. uh, food, education, picking yeah. this X, Y, and Z up... Yeah. Um, it was about forty-five to forty-seven thousand. Right, and I was thinking that do Yeah, you know. So that was my worth. Yeah, that was the value. Yeah, and in my head, that just released whatever kind of hang-up I had before gotcha. that. Yeah, 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 it yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, do you know, what? I,
0: I was calculating. Um, now it, it was on the back of a napkin, really, but like you know, we, we have a childminder now, which is great. So it's it's cheaper than having the kids in in, in a crash. Three of them. Yeah. Um, But I I think in the eight years that we've had kids, we've spent around 50 to 60 grand on childcare. Yeah, it's a lot, isn't it?
1: Absolutely crazy. Crazy money. Crazy. And like obviously to earn that, you're paying top rate tax, you have to earn double that. Exactly. Over double that. Yeah, yeah. So like that's nearly 130, 135 grand. Yeah, it's mental. for something after your kids.
0: Yeah. It's fucking shocking. And (laughs) and like if you think about it, if you could... If there was just some way to be able to save that money for your kids' future, you know, just yeah. it's just yeah. And, and anyway, crazy, but we're going off but, to part of, that was slightly, but yeah.
1: Yeah, no, but you're right, and that that was, that, that was part of the, the thinking as well because like it, it was at that stage I was in a startup, so my salary was it was dwarfed by by Mel's salary anyway. So if we're going to make the decision purely on financial at that stage, the results would have been the exact same anyway. Yeah, but obviously this had the added kind of nugget of you know, health behind it, <coughs> pardon me, so, it just, it just made sense, um, about a year and a half before that, we spoke about it, and I pushed back on the idea, I remember saying to Mel, it's like, no way, like I couldn't give up work, yeah, it's, it's mad, like, um, and looking back now, it was fear, mm. um, it was fear because I, the, the realisation that, especially because El was so young at that stage, that I would be 100%, you know, in charge of this little tiny human being all the time. And in, and in a, a bigger version, um, it kind of freaked the tits out of me.
0: So it, was it a fear of not being able to do, to do the job correctly, or a fear of not knowing what to do, or was there also a fear of what will people think of a dad staying at home mind the kids Always was that-,
1: that that part wasn't even an issue for me right and okay. um, hasn't been since day one still isn't okay good yeah but um, the first two yeah you know am I going to do this right what happens if I drop the baby <laughs> yeah you know if something goes wrong um, over here while well, I'm over there and then panic sits in and he goes what the hell do you do now kind of yeah. thing but um, after I like when I actually made the decision Two things happened over one weekend. Um, there was a bath for Elle. And then I took Elle out. And I realised when I was drying her. That I actually didn't dry her that much. From, from the bath. It was normally Mel used to do it. Whereas me, it was you know I always did it. Well, we shared it. So that was one thing. I was thinking, why don't I do this? Uh, or well, more often anyway. And what was the second? Yeah, I used I used to go running with the girls in the boogie. Um, so... And then Mia, we were in Dublin Zoo, and Mia was getting a bit bigger. And the, the weight on the buggy, she'd just gone past it, and, but she was, she was knackered. So we took out uh, the mother, put Mia into the buggy, and she looked so big in it. And then the realisation dawned on me that, I was like, shit, this time is gone already. Mm. Like, that part is now over. Mm. And then within the two of them, I just turned on around the and said, I'd be mad not to do this. Mm. Like, why would I not want to look after her? you know
0: it's something and i'm again i'm going slightly off off topic here so apologies but um it's something i struggle with all the time and i cannot get 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 rid of it it's just a habit i enjoy my life fully i have brilliant time that's a good Uh, right i absolutely love it and i love being with the kids and i know they love being around me and they love being around d etc like they love it and we do some amazing things and because of of the blog and the way uh, the, the the stuff I write and all that, we we get to do a lot lot lot, lot of nice cool things, yeah. pieces and all yeah. that. So it's great, but I can't help but looking at the kids and going, shit! It's they're they're getting older. They're not going to be like this. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's nearly over power. It's, it's 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 nearly oh. taking over <laughs> the not the enjoyment of having them this young. It's the I can't really explain it. It's the it's the knowledge that it's not going to be like this again or it's not going to be like this forever. Like they're growing so quickly. And it that's that takes away slightly from the Enjoy, yeah. the enjoyment of it because I'm thinking it's it's similar to yeah. And I've stopped I, do, do, do doing this now But I used to look at how long a movie w- 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 would be Right? Okay. I, I'm going to say that again I, I, used, to look, I used to look at the way <laughs> Sorry, how long a movie would be um, I'm going to talk to you about that yeah, a yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. stammering yeah, all that yeah, right? yeah. But anyway And then if I was enjoying a movie I'd have a little look at my watch To see how long was left of the movie and I'd be disappointed if I knew that there was only, say, 20 minutes left or half an hour or or, or, or 40 minutes left. And I'd be nearly disappointed about watching the movie then because I'd go, fuck, there's only yeah, like, yeah, half yeah. an hour left of that. Like, it's <laughs> a habit. It, it, it's completely bonkers. But I do it all the time with the kids now. So and the, it drives the, me the logic mental. is yeah. extended on to them. Yeah, it drives, yeah. Me, it drives me crazy. So I, that, that's why I take so many photos of them and so many videos of them because um, I just want... That those memories uh, to, to, to last I, I know everyone says oh they're all in your head but your memories don't always last you like, don't don't
1: the, mean. yeah I don't agree with that part of all in your head um, I do agree with taking all the photographs yeah like I don't know how many like we've there thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands of photographs yeah and like it's easy in today's world with technology never. everything but um, no I agree 100% with that um, the har, the head part the stuff I clearly remember when it happened at whatever time in the past and I kept on saying I'm definitely going to remember this. I'm definitely going to remember this. Well, it could be like, you know, putting on the first new size um, yeah. jumpsuit or whatever, you yeah. know, onesie. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to a couple of years later, yeah, you don't remember. You don't, it. don't remember. It. It. You don't because and then, I it's so much happened in the meantime.
0: Exactly. And I found like with the three boys, I, go, I, mean? I, I do you know what? That's one of the main reasons, if not the main reason, for starting to blog just to document the journey I have and the journey they have and I'd love one day that you you know they might look back if Facebook's still around or Instagram's still around or whatever or my website's still around and they can see how much one I enjoyed life two how much I enjoyed them three my sense of humour what I liked four like the um, frailties and the insecurities uh, five things when you're a bit sad or you're you know just Everything really, just, just just being a a, a human being. But it's like I mean? it's,
1: it's like a movie of your life in yeah. the sense of since you became a dad and how how everything kind of unfolded in on top of each other that made everything as beautiful as it is. Yeah, and as you said yourself, you know it's not always good. Yeah, you know. Um,
0: and the thing that like you know, just going back to the point about Evans says, oh, your, your memories are in, in your head. Like D doesn't take many photos now at all probably because she knows I, I, I take and, and she says oh you, you should live, live, live in the moment uh, your memories you make memories are in your head and I said well I am living in the moment like, I'm absolutely loving this but I'm taking a snapshot of this moment because yeah. to preserve, yeah, it. Yeah, preserve it and yeah. the thing about it I take videos all the time because, and I, I don't know if you follow the, my, my Facebook page or whatever but I do yeah um, I do. Jackson who's three I call him the German because he says mine all the time so like mine socks, <laughs> yeah. oh dad I have to wipe mine bum or yeah, yeah, can, yeah. Can, can I have mine sandwich now and the conversations I have are beautiful and I record them because I, I will forget one day that that's what he sounded like now, not that's what he, that said. Is what he said it's yeah. what he sounded yeah. like saying it you know and even now he's getting an old, older and he's starting to change slightly yeah. like you know what yeah, I mean yeah. but it's the cutest thing ever it's, a, it's so
1: funny um some of the stuff that like, like I remember like conversations I've had and, and Mia comes out with some crackers and you're in there and you're laughing your head off in the car going either to from wherever you're going and then he does some like, definitely definitely remember that later on yeah. it's so funny and then by the time you know, you're just chatting away and doing whatever and the time you get back home and say wait until you hear and it's like uh, yeah. balls yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and sometimes <laughs> like, um, they, they say something
0: and you won't ever hear them say say it again. Or if yeah, you ask yeah. them to, to say it again, it's not the it's same. Different. It's a it's different tone and all that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, So that, that you know what? And again, it's habit. It's I, I have to change my, my my thinking about it. But it's everyone always asks me what the hard, hardest part of of parenting is, and I genuinely I, I know this sounds crazy, but I genuinely do not find parenting that hard because I enjoy it. I've always enjoyed kids. I've always uh, got, got gotten on well with kids. I, I have I have a kind of a a Peter Pan type t- t- thing going on where I just enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I have a yeah. laugh. I love acting silly, etc. But it's funny
1: you use that Peter Pan. I'll i come back to you on that in a sec.
0: But it's just this idea of damn, <clears> you know, it's never going to be like this. And I posted something there on on Facebook um, about you know, um, for people who have older kids and what they wish they had known or they, they had done with I say, when they when their kids were they were, were, were young. And yeah. we can re- re- read that later or whatever. But some of the stuff is is so regretful and remorseful
1: and there's there's a lot of sadness there. And there's like there's nothing you can do to change it now. No, that, that that's the really sad part. Yeah. You no, know, that's it. It's done. Yeah. It's done like yeah. Um, no I get it I, I get it myself in the sense that um I think you've put it pretty, pretty well um Whereas like I wrote about it on one of the pieces I did um, for one of the external uh, companies I, I kind of write for every now and again. And it was just about the fact that once, I, I love seeing the development of the kids in terms of you know, their, their looks, their personality, their you know, education, their ability, let's say, to do a cartwheel now when they couldn't do it, whatever, a number of months back. Um, and I love seeing all that side of it. And it's great for me because I'm, I'm in a very privileged position. Because I'm there all the time, you know. Yeah. Like they're literally going up right in front of my eyes. Yeah. Um. But I'm very, very aware that that time where they were that little bit younger, and you know, in baby, baby sort of sense, and the first little mannerisms and things that they used to come out with, I'm very aware that, that that part is now gone. Yeah. You know, and it's gone, gone. Yeah. Um.
0: And the only way you'll ever get that back is through the videos and, and, and
1: photos. photos. Yeah. Or blog, and yeah. you know, yeah, it's um, yeah, but that's I mean, look, there's, there's not much you can do about it, but like I know, that's life, you that's, know what that's, right? exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, I know, I know, I know, and, and you know, you, you just start realizing that's probably what our own parents went through as well, you know,
1: but they, um, like they wouldn't have, like, they didn't have the chance to, you know, take to loads of videos, document and everything, and, yeah, I know, but yeah, unless they were maybe old fashioned, like, sort of, you know, pending. Yeah, ink and pen and quill kind of <laughs> quill,
0: job, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, just, so going back to your stents, so you made the decision then to be the stay at home dad. Hmm. Um, how is that go- go- going for you? Is it, is it looking back now, is it the best decision you ever made? Not necessarily for your health, but for you. Are you glad you did it? Would you go back to full time work? Because at some stage, you know, like there's going to be a point in time mm-hmm. when your kids don't need to be behind it yeah. anymore. Now, I, I know it's a long way down the line, but.
1: Well, I don't know how. I mean, it's, it, everything's gone by so fast. Yeah. You know, it, I, I don't know about if it's a long way away. Right. Um, but it's by far, like, I'm, I'm not just saying this, it's by far been the best move I've ever made. Yeah. And it's by far being how, ironically, how getting the, probably the worst information in terms of health that I possibly could have gotten because like, that's a serious illness you know um, how it actually turned out to be the best bit of bad news I've ever gotten Yeah, because it made me change it made me look at the kids and go yeah I want to do this why would I not um, and even when you said 40, 50, 60 grand for a child minder to look after it I'm thinking to pay that much money is like, I have a chance to do this do it so yeah it's it's been by far the best move um, you know and it's not to say that at times it's not you know, the easiest At mm. times. It's, it, it can be quite tough, but the times it was quite tough because um, a lot of people say that to me, particularly men in an older generation. Mm. They go, "Jesus, it's really hard, doesn't it?" Um it, it, It's minute c- compared to the, the benefits. You know, yeah, absolutely minute. And so I can say, don't you know, don't focus on the negative part of it. How about all the joy that you get from it? Yeah. The fun you get from it. The, the they teach me possibly way more than I teach them yeah and you know it's funny Like they
0: yeah so I suppose our parents and people of a different generation say our dads for instance the yeah. t- traditional dad yeah. back then went out to work came That's home caveman style blah blah, blah. We, we saw oh, yeah. our dad a lot we, we had great uh, fun with him on great holidays um, but I was saying going back to a post I, I popped up on facebook about stuff you wish you had known or done when your kids were Mm. were younger the amount of people who reference work and say i worked too much much, or i didn't focus enough time and attention with my kids and i've kind of lost that bond nearly like you know what i mean because and i always say about work i said if you're a smart person regardless of whether you're educated if you're smart. Or you have skills, you will always earn money if you're savvy. You'll always earn yeah. money, and you'll, you'll find a way. Money will always come back, time won't. No so, yeah, so you need to that's focus it. on on what's really important for you. Now, I know that's easy to, to say that, that there's a lot of people in different boats and they're living hand to mouth every day. So, you know, obviously,
1: there's issues there, but yeah, but like you're, um, like, you're not painting, you know, everyone with the same person, no, 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 you know?
0: no. no. <laughs> A question for you So, does Mel cook at all? Can, can she cook? She can cook, yeah. She can cook. So, even um, at weekends, now it's you, most weekends, yeah. And is that a decision that was yeah. made?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really enjoy cooking, okay. I really, really enjoy cooking, um, and I'm, I'm handy enough, yeah. but like I make an awful lot of my food from scratch, yeah. And that kind of goes back to like, I don't sit there eating, you know, a head food all the time, yeah. Um, like, I I had a pizza every month, you know? Yeah. But it's a, it's a, a pizza and takeaway is kind of a... Maybe once-a-month job.
0: So you're ha- having a fairly... In terms of health day, you're having a shit day, but a very good day in terms of uh, Ross Day. You're having pizza <laughs> yeah. and beer. Pizza and beer, yeah. A- a- and there's some uh, Jaffa cakes here as well, if you want haven't,
1: cake. I haven't decided <laughs> to give them any attention yet, but...
0: Because um, I'm the opposite. I hate cooking. You don't? And do you, do you cook at I all? I do cook. And I, I always say, and it drives me mad, I said... You don't need to be able to cook. You need to be a- able to read. You need to be able to read a r- recipe from a book, and then you can cook anything and you want. Policy, right? right? So, And she goes, oh, I can't. But I do make stuff from scratch m- myself. Um, and I... Uh, yeah, I like the fact that the kids might turn around and go, oh, I, I love this, Dad. I love this. It's mm-hmm. great. But I still get zero enjoyment out of it. Like the, uh, D's mom got me a... Uh, uh, one pot cook type book thing from Delia Smith or one of the, no, not Delia Smith, what's her name? Uh, Rachel Allen or, oh, no, yeah, the other one. Yeah. oh
1: now isn't it? Yeah, whatever. Yeah yeah, yeah
0: yeah The problem with it is, it's one pot to cook it, but it's about 20 fucking other things that I would chop up and prepare. <laughs> and that's my problem. I go, well, yeah, I yeah. still have to do all the washing up and the like that. You know what I mean? That, that, that's what I hate
1: about it. You know. Well, yeah, I'm not fond of uh, washing up or any of that kind of stuff. But uh, you know, I I enjoy cooking. I enjoy the prepping. and I enjoy figuring out what goes with what kind of, you know, what uh, herbs and spices no, that complement X, Y, or And uh, I enjoy that. I yeah, absolutely hate that. Yeah, I
0: hate it. You know, just I, I just I get no
1: buzz from that at all. Well, Mel would be the same now. She's not, that she, like she can cook, but she, she detests... It's, it, do it. you know,
0: from talking to you previously about uh, Mel and that, and I haven't met uh, Russell's wife uh, yet, and, and it's always strange calling her Mel when I, I haven't met her, but she sounds, herself and myself, sound very similar.
1: Very similar. Very, <laughs> very, very, very... And I've said this to I him. have
0: moves as well, so yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? So. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I said this to Mel earlier on, um, a few, not earlier on, but a few lines... I was thinking that's it that's it you're very, very on the same page with a lot of different things, you know. Yeah. Um and it's a it's a cool, funny thing because it's in the sense that you haven't actually met each other yet, yeah, which is what yeah, I said. Yeah. But yeah, um like your 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 minds both think a hell of a lot. Mm. Um she doesn't sleep that much, mm. you're similar from what you told me. Yeah. Um and if there's something on your mind if you're trying to sleep or not, you are not there's no chance of sleeping. No chance. Like, I've I've woke up in the middle of night and Mel there scribbling down stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or she's on the phone or she's working away doing something that she just can't... Until she actually articulates it down on something, yeah, she won't sleep. Whereas I'd sleep standing up.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't... I, I probably sleep... i probably sleep five, five hours a night. And those five hours, we, we checked, excuse me, on Fitbit, I'd be waking up 16 to 18 times in that period. So... And that's not a
1: long period. No, it's not. But it's not.
0: But now... I do go to bed sometimes, thinking all the time, and I'd stay, mm. I'd stay up then, and I'd write things. I write an awful lot, like the the stuff I don't post on on social media. You'd be amazed, like you know what I mean. I have just journals and journals of stuff, and I've turned that into. And what stops
1: you? Like, what what what's If you are writing it down, what actually pulls you back from saying, "No, I am actually not going to post that"? Because,
0: well, it's nothing really. It's just I don't want to over post because I don't want to just I don't want to be seen as someone who just
1: and bombards going and spams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so
0: but um, yeah I, I missed it to meet Mel sometime like it'd be good
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it'd be like looking at yourself just <laughs> so slightly, slightly different I have to say now don't take do it's offenses, but like she's a slightly better looking version yeah.
0: oh, right. <laughs> and that's the podcast finish
1: no? yeah yeah yeah, yeah.